Welcome to Start Dakota, a show by Startup Sioux Falls where we dispel misconceptions about starting a business, uncover unique challenges faced by founders, highlight today's problem solvers, and build a stronger startup community for tomorrow. This project is powered by the SBA. Now, here's your host, Brianne Maynard. Hello and welcome to Start Dakota. I'm your host, Brianne Maynard with Startup Sioux Falls. Our organization exists to empower founders in the greater Sioux Falls area. And we are here with one of those founders today, Sagat. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, let's hear a little bit about you. Can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the business you're in? Yeah, so my name is Sagat Pordan. I'm uh, originally from Nepal. I came here in 2011. Okay. And I'm a 20 21-year-old uh, real estate agent here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota now. Um, so, I, And I work with EXP Realty currently, and I mostly do residential properties, and I also do commercials sometimes here and there if I need to. All right. right. that's That was very succinct. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, Sagat, who is your customer? Who do you serve? Yeah, my customers are anyone who is looking to buy a property or sell a property or even investors who are looking to purchase a property for their business, mm-hmm. for example, rental properties or fix and flip. So anyone, one of those people are my customers. And it doesn't really matter what kind of like age group you are or yep. what gender you are. Okay. If you have an interest in buying or selling a house, then mm-hmm. you're my customer. Okay. Right? And also business owners, uh, if you're looking for a commercial building mm-hmm. or if you're looking for apartment, a house that you want to rent out and make some, some income off that, mm-hmm. you can also be my customer. Great. Right. So how do you network? How do you find your customers? So usually I go to like events. For example, I went to, I, I go to like Toastmasters. That's one of the okay. events that I go to network. Great. And I also build up, build my skill with communication and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also in, you know, calling people to my spheres, calling. I used to cold call. Last year I used to cold call. That's how Bless I got. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. That's so difficult. That's, that's how I got most of my leads from okay. cold calling and, you know, just building conversation from there, staying in touch with them and just providing them information maybe through email texts or just phone calls yeah. so that's basically how i network and you know if i go to grocery store or if i go anywhere i meet people i introduce myself yeah i tell them what i'm doing and you know if i can do anything to help them out yeah so very good yeah. so um so you're you're from another country yeah. and you're living in the middle of the midwest <laughs> so tell me a little bit about that journey to to move to a new country yeah. what it was like for you to acclimate yourself to this community, yeah. what were you, what was your experience? So, like I said, we came here. I came with my family, my okay. parents, my sister. We came here in 2011. Okay. And back then in Nepal, we were living in a refugee camp, okay. right? So we didn't really have too much uh, that we have here now. Mm-hmm. And the experience has been really great living here. But the journey was kind of hard because it was a new country for us. And Somewhere we didn't even know what it looked like, right? Mm-hmm. So we were living in, in, in a house made of bamboo. Oh we didn't have God. a car. We didn't have clothes to wear like like we do now. We yeah. had to wait like every single year we have to wait for like a festival to come to buy any clothes, right? So it okay. was hard living there. Um, and then we got, thank, thank God, we got an opportunity to come here with my yeah. family, right? So a journey, we didn't really imagine what it would look like. Um, but coming here, it was a little bit difficult for me and my family. We didn't really know too much about the, the, the area here. We didn't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And especially for my parents, uh, they don't really speak English very well. Okay. So it's difficult for them to communicate and go around. But for myself, it was a little bit easier because I had learned English back in Nepal. Mm-hmm. So I did know some English. 
and it was pretty easy for me to communicate and and just you know get along with people here yeah and i started as i started to go to school i learned a little bit more english and i started to get familiar with this place mm -hmm. so it's been really great i love being here in sioux falls and yeah i think I like here more than back in Nepal, so, <laughs> right. Have you been back to visit? Yeah, I actually went there in 2015. Wonderful. My family. Wonderful. Yeah, and I'm also planning on going maybe next year and okay. next year, so. Was that emotional for you to go back? Yeah, so yeah. I do have some relatives still over there. Yeah. And visiting them made me feel really good. You know, I really miss them. It's been, it, yeah. it had been a long time since I had seen them. So going back there, meeting with them, it meant a lot for, yeah. especially for my family, for my yep. parents, right? So... But going back there, it was kind of difficult because we were here for like over four years. Yeah. And it was kind of hard to go back and kind of adapt there for a few months because mm -hmm. the weather was different. Oh, right? sure. The roads were different. Yeah. So I have to imagine the weather is better <laughs> there than here, right? It's, it's super hot there. It's hot. Not, I mean, like some part of Nepal, it's cold, like the mountainous area. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the plain, I came from the plain area. Okay. Yeah. It's very hot there. Hot. Yeah. Okay. Especially well, during the summer. I went I, during the summer, so it was difficult. So you're used to extremes, at least. Yeah. So yeah. what was your first winter like in Sioux Falls? So we came, <laughs> when we came here in 2011, uh, we came right at the winter time. Oh, okay. So there were a lot of snow. It was like, and it was my first so time sorry. seeing snow too. <laughs> right. So it was first time seeing snow as well. And I actually liked it because it was like the yeah. new thing for me. Yeah. I had never seen it before. And it was, yep. I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I think in 2011, there were a lot of snow, like how we have snow this year. Yep. So it was kind of close to that amount. Yep. And yeah, I think that really helped us out um, to you know, adapt to the winter. Got it. Got <laughs> so, it. you know, us coming in the summertime, I think it would have been difficult for us to adapt to sure. the wintertime, right? So yeah. I want to know more about Little Sagat yeah. and what influenced and shaped you in your childhood that got you got the entrepreneurial bug going in you right. what what was it and what were you like as a kid so uh back in nepal you know how we had to we didn't have a lot of things right yeah we had to really depend on the government to okay. you know give us food mm -hmm. uh, you know give us things and stuff like that and i didn't really know too much about that because I was little. I came here when I was nine. Okay. So I didn't really have too much um, memory about that. So, mm -hmm. but coming here, I realized that, you know, my parents were living a hard life there. Mm -hmm. They were doing a lot to provide for me. Um, and especially here as well. Um, my parents, we, we came here just for, you know, my parents came to America just to give us, give me a better life, right? Yeah. Because they love me and they care for me, right? So, so selfless, yeah. yeah. And I wanted to give back to my parents. I'm like, yeah. how can I give back to my parents? And then, uh, after I got here, I actually somehow actually really liked the idea about business, like right? owning your own business, working for yourself, mm -hmm. and not really depending on someone else to you know give you money or feed you. Because you depended on the government, right? Right. right? Which you yeah. don't remember, but I don't. Yeah, I don't want. I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah, that's so interesting. So I did get. I did have part time job, but I would hate. I I hate working for someone. <laughs> I just would hate it. Right. So then, uh, mm -hmm. I was doing like online stuff i was like reselling things here and there mm -hmm. even when i was like 15 14 15 16 yeah yeah i was doing some kind of business on the side okay while i was going to school and also doing a part-time job yep so i think you know i did have that entrepreneur mindset from from mm -hmm. when i was little that really helped me out as well and it, I, I was selling like i was reselling sneakers i was reselling <laughs> anything that could make me money right so i would go to thrift stores i would go to uh, stores like burlington marshall mm -hmm. ross 
find clothes there and sell it online to make mm-hmm. a little bit of profit, right? Sure. And then I would save those money and then I would invest into something else. Sure. So that's how I started. And I did do a lot of business um, before I got my real estate license and became a realtor. Got it. So talk to me about your education then. Um, high, you graduated high school here in Sioux Falls. Yep. So, so I went to Roosevelt for Roosevelt? two years. Yep. Okay. And then, and then my family, we bought a house on the east side of the town. Awesome. Um, four years ago. Okay. So then we moved to, I moved to Washington after that. That's where I graduated <laughs> from. Yeah, it's a really nice school. It is. Um, and then college, did you do college? college? Yes. So I'm still in college. I'm oh, you st- are? Yeah. Uh, I have one more year left. I am majoring in business administration. Awesome. Which so, which school are you at? I'm going to the University of South Dakota. Okay. But I'm taking my classes through the, uh, U- the school in USC town. Sioux Falls. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, right now, I'm doing most of my classes online because okay. I want to give more time to my business. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really mind going to school, you know. Um, and the, the only reason why I'm going to school is because my parents, you know, they didn't really get a lot of education. Mm-hmm. So they want me to have some education and at least get a degree, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to school and starting a business. I think it can also help out with my yeah. uh, career as well if I were to get an education or degree in business. You bet. Yeah. So talk to me about getting involved in the real estate industry in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. How did you connect to it? Who who did you, wh- what were the resources that you utilized to get into this career? Yeah. So the, the reason why I got interested in real estate was, uh, as I was telling you earlier, I was doing a lot of other business stuff yep. on the side, right? Yep. So one one day I came across some videos on, I think it was a YouTube, about real estate investing, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is like amazing. I want to own properties. I want to make income off that, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ma- I want to have an asset that generates me income every single month. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting. I want to do this. I want to become a real estate investor. But... I didn't have education. I didn't have connection. I didn't know right. how, where to start, right? Yep. I started to look look at more videos, look at more videos, and I came across this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Have you read that? I've heard of it. Yeah. I haven't read it. but It's I've my heard. favorite book. So okay. I came across that book. I read it. I had read it like three times. Uh-huh. Um, and then it talked about how you can use real estate to generate money, how you can, you know, f- fund your lifestyle with real estate. Mm-hmm. And it also talks about how... Uh, you can d- differentiate yourself from being an employee and working for yourself mm-hmm. and you know owning a business. So, yeah, and then you know that didn't really help me. That didn't really help me to own a property because I didn't have a lot of education or knowledge about how real estate actually works. Yep. So I started to go to other websites like Bigger Pockets and other uh, meeting websites to find if anyone in town knows about real estate that could help Got me it. out. I did meet with some people. Um, Luke, one of my friend, he was doing wholesaling real estate. Do you know what that is? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's sort of like um, in, investing flipping, but you're flipping the contract. Got it. Yeah, okay. So we, I, he, he, uh, he met with me. He kind of taught me a little bit. I was helping him out with his business. Yeah. And then I met with a couple of other realtors um, as I started to go to real estate events. Mm-hmm. So here in Sioux Falls, uh, they do a real estate meetup every, I think it's every other Tuesday. Okay. So I started to go that and then I started to meet with a few of the realtors there mm-hmm. and I, you know, I went to meet with them and they were like, hey, you should get a real estate license. Um, mm-hmm. You should become a realtor. That way you can learn about real estate mm-hmm. and, you know, how it works and everything like that. And and then once you get good, good knowledge on that, you can start investing into real estate, right? So I got my license just essentially for myself mm-hmm. to learn about real estate and to, you know, just build that foundation and to start investing to real mm-hmm. estate for myself. But as I started to sell properties, as I started to help my communities, I actually liked it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I can help people while I learn about what I want to do. Right. And it's been going great. You know, I love doing what I you know, what I do. 
and so especially helping out my community, people from my country. There are yeah. a lot of people who doesn't really understand uh, how real estate works, understand English, and sure. I'm there to like you know help them out, take them through the journey, make it easy as possible for yeah. them. Right, so. Yeah, it's almost like um, it reminds me of how sometimes I think we overthink and and over explain different things where yeah. sometimes you just have to get it boil it down into to, to terms that anybody can understand yeah. right like we talk 100%. about that on the internet all the time like your copy should be simple enough for a third grader to understand Correct. so how has that process helped you it, it seems like that's a niche for you almost like what makes you stand apart from the rest of the pack this is a crowded industry it right is, yeah. there are a lot of real realtors in this town mm -hmm. um real estate uh is kind of at a a premium right now Correct. like the the rates are rising yep. um we don't have a lot of inventory how have you navigated through all of that adversity yeah so you're right there's a lot of realtors in town yeah. there's this industry has the most competition that you can imagine right yeah, absolutely so it's really important that you stick out and be that realtor that people choose you instead of someone else yep and one of the things that we do uh me and my company and mm -hmm. my team uh, i have people in my team it's not like a team but it's people that i work with yeah right yep so basically what we do is um, there's a lot of uh, shortage for inventory, right? Well, so what we do is we actually go out there and find properties that are not on the market mm -hmm. if you're looking for uh, to buy a property, right? So if you are buying a property, you want to make sure that you find the right property and also get a great deal on it, right? So mm -hmm. instead of just focusing on properties that are on the market, we actually go out there and find properties that are not in the market, okay. right? So we prospect, we call mm -hmm. homeowners that might be interested in selling, and then we actually find this property for our buyers. Got it. So they don't have to compete with other buyers that mm -hmm. are looking for the same properties in that one market, mm -hmm. right? And if you are selling a property, um, it, it, you know, real estate agents, uh, typical real estate agents, they just put it on the market. It's called the MLS, Multiple mm -hmm. Listing Service. Mm -hmm. They put it on the market and they just, you know, do an open house, maybe post it on Facebook and mm -hmm. just wait for someone to show up and make an offer, right? Right. So instead of doing that, we actually go out of our way and do we do a lot more active marketing approach so we call your neighborhood to see if there's if they have any family members that are looking to move nearby them mm -hmm. uh, we send out mailers we send out emails everything like that so that we can go over and beyond for our clients and not only that our company is global so okay. we have the ability to use our technology and market your property globally so okay. that we can get your property in front of a lot more people i see All right very cool when we come back, I want to talk to you about your non-traditional education uh, moment mm -hmm. when you d decided to go through co-starters and just kind of what that what that did for you and also what the future holds for you and your career. Right. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is Amos, the community coordinator at Startup Sioux Falls, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Start Dakota is hosted by Startup Sioux Falls. We provide resources to make starting a business easier, including events, programs, mentorship, ecosystem navigation, and an actual space. If you have ever aspired to launch something of your own or run a business currently, we want you to join our community. Start with Startup Sioux Falls at startupsuefalls.com slash start. We're excited to connect with you. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Now let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back to Start Dakota. I'm your host, Brian Maynard, and I am here with Sagat, who is 
becoming a real estate guru here in Sioux Falls. He's dropping me with all kinds of knowledge. Um, and speaking of knowledge, I want to talk to you about pursuing continuing to pursue education um, in entrepreneurship. How did you get connected to the Co-Starters program? And talk to me about your experience in that program. Yeah, of course. Um, so how I got connected was I knew Terry. So Terry Liggins. Yeah, Terry yeah. Liggins. Yep, he's a great guy. He I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually, I actually joined his, uh, the Toastmasters okay. club, right? I went there because I wanted to better my education. Uh, my communication because in, in real estate it's all about sales and mm. communicating with people so building the communication is very important and i wanted to you know learn more and um, better myself mm-hmm. communicating with people so i went to that club and i met with terry leggins and then after a few i think after like a few months he called me he's like hey sagar we have a really great opportunity <clears throat> for business owners like yourself we're hosting a class a program that's going to help you you know accelerate in your business or even if you're starting a new business i think it's really helpful uh, you should check it out right so he sent me some information on that and mm-hmm. it seems very it seemed very interesting i was like wow this is going to be helpful mm-hmm. you know i want to get more education on business i'm just starting a business i'm i'm kind of new as well it mm-hmm. hasn't been really long that since no. i started real estate so it's been like one and a half years since i started um, but I wanted to further my education with business, and maybe if I have any other business ventures on the side that I want to do, yeah, I want to be able to you know build a foundation. So I jo- I went to that class and I learned a lot of new things there. And I met with Terry Leggins and uh, Laura Laura Smith Laura yeah. Smith Hill. Yeah, they're a great person. They're angels. And yeah, I think it's it has helped me out a lot as well. Um, you know, especially just finding the right amount, right customers and yeah. building that business plan. And I've been able to implement that in my, in my current business. Awesome. Yeah. What what surprised you about the program? Uh, what Anything? Su- not really. You know, I it was what I expected mm-hmm. because okay. they had a uh, layout of what they were going to be sure. talking about. Sure. Right? Um, any but, any uh, surprising connections made within the cohort? How how was that for you? Like the community within? Yeah. So there were a lot of people that I got to uh, connect with and yep. network with. I think that was also very helpful for my business because sure. building that network is what, you know, our business is essentially built on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that, that has helped me out a lot. I have been able to connect with a lot of people from that program and also uh, them bringing in guests every single week, you know, learning from them and their experience. That also has helped me out a lot, too. Okay. What is the most important thing that you took away from the program? Was there something you learned, something somebody said that you're going to carry with you into the next phase of your career? Yeah. So one of the things that I learned from that program was, um, you know, figuring out your customer base. So mm-hmm. we had a, a day where we you know, drew out our what kind of customers that fit our business. Yep. And I think it's one of the most important thing that any business owner needs to understand, right? Mm-hmm. So figuring out what kind of customer fits your business and marketing to those customers to build and, and expand your business. So yep. um, I was actually reading a book a few weeks ago called Crossing the Chasm. I'm not sure if you have heard of that. I have that. not heard of that one. It's about, you know, marketing and selling. Okay. And the author actually talks about five different customer groups. Okay. Um, and the first two are the easiest customer, right? Anyone can sell to those customers. Mm-hmm. But the third, fourth, and fifth are the hardest customers to sell to. And there's a gap. It's called the chasm. There's a gap between the second group and the third group. Okay. And a lot of businesses fail during that that you know that phase. They cannot go to the third third uh, third group. So the first group is called innovators. Second mm-hmm. is called new adapters. And then the third one is called 
early maturity. Got it. And then the fourth one is late maturity. And then the fifth one is the laggards. So the first and the second group, it's very easy to sell to them. But the uh, third group is very hard to, because mm-hmm. they Prove are... Prove it to me. Yeah. yeah, right. So they're like, because they don't really buy new new uh, products. Mm-hmm. They only buy new products if if everyone else is you know using that new product, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, and the book also talks about how you can uh, find out what your customer is and mm-hmm. essentially just selling it to those customers, those kind of customers, instead of just selling it to everyone. Right. So that you can build on and actually be able to expand and attract more customers. Got so it. I think I can connect that book with the program. Awesome. Another thing that I learned. Another thing that I learned uh, from Terry Legan especially is that um, the the uh, pricing strategy. So mm-hmm. he talks about how you need to price your, uh, price your product or service based on the value that you provide, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to find a product that's cheap and that's going to provide a lot of value. Right. Right. So I think that also sticks with me a lot too. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it was well worth your time. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, Now that you're finished, Mm -hmm. are you planning on reconnecting with anyone in your cohort? Did you, did you make any connections through folks that came in to speak to your cohort? Um, what's the next step? What's the next best step after co-starters to stay grounded in what you're doing and stay motivated to continue to, to learn and, and, and flourish? Yeah. So I did connect with a few people that were, you know, coming up as a guest Mm -hmm. in that program and we have been able to connect in social media. I haven't went out and met with them in person yet, but I do plan on doing that. Okay. And I'm staying in touch with Terry Leggins and also uh, Laura. Yeah. So we are in connection uh, once in a while. And I'm also still going to that Toastmasters where I see them like almost every single a week or every other week. So, yeah, yeah so I, I'm still planning on, uh, you know, if, they're, if they host any other programs like this, I'm still planning on joining them. Very cool. And learning more from them. Very, very cool. Um, so this particular program um, was funded through a special grant that right. our organization received. Yeah. Um, and in my mind, it's, it's frustrating that we have to do that, right? That we have to find funds right. to attract or or serve you know a greater demographic here in Sioux Falls and Mm -hmm. if you've noticed our community is is vastly changing in its diversity 40 percent of our school district is not white and I think there there are going to be some growing pains ahead of us as a community trying to figure out how we all work together and communicate with one another and provide those types of resources where different communities have different needs in your mind and and through your learned you know lived experience yeah. what are some things that we can be doing better within the community and the entrepreneurial ecosystem to bring these types of opportunities to people that don't look like us right how do we bring people into the fold better yeah i think uh hosting programs like this is definitely helpful as yeah. well more programs like this and i was thinking also maybe doing like a convention where you get like a lot of business owners together mm-hmm. and just, you know, have them introduce themselves mm-hmm. and talk about their business and meet with each other. Uh, just networking. The networking. Brand, I think it'd be really helpful for a uh, community that we have here. Yeah. 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 I appreciate you sharing. You know, I think it's, it's an eye opening and a teachable moment for some of us who have lived here our whole lives right. that have had the luxury of having these connections because we're homegrown kids, right? <laughs> right? Like my dad knows this person and they can help me with this. Yeah. You know, it really truly is all about networking. It is. And I, I commend you. I, I applaud you for your 
you know, your grit and tenacity and finding your way in this, in this new community. Um, it's, it's remarkable, honestly. Right. So yeah. I, I, I just, I think it's fascinating and I hope more people like you will, will take the opportunities in front of them. But, but as a community, I know we're striving mm-hmm. to try to meet people where they're at. Um, so it, it definitely, you know, it's, it, we, we both have to come to the table to some degree, but I think there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah. So I really appreciate 100%. you opening up and, and navigating through that difficult process. Yep. Um, what advice do you have for someone else who's got a dream you know, that wants to either start a business or go into a field, you know, where they feel like there, there are a lot of barriers to get there. What's your advice? Yeah. So, uh, especially if you're starting a business, it's, business is a hard field to get into yeah. and you're not going to get results right away. Mm-hmm. It's going to take months, years, even a couple of years. My advice would be to just learn about the business. What do you want to start? or what kind of field that you want to get into, mm-hmm. find maybe a mentor or someone that knows about that field and mm-hmm. learn from them, right? Because for myself, I didn't really have that kind of mentor when I started, Yeah. but it took me some time to learn it myself and, you know, just networking with people after I, after I got into the field. I think it's, it'll be very helpful if you find someone that is already doing what you want to do and learn from them before you start. I think that's right. been really essential. And the other thing is, uh, it's just sticking with it, being consistent, right? Mm-hmm. It's very hard. You're not going to get the result overnight, right? right? It might take you a few years or a few months, whatever time frame works for you. But just sticking with it, being consistent and mm-hmm. not giving up is Absolutely. what I advice. So what keeps you grounded and motivated? What do you do outside of work to work on your mind, your body, your soul, you know, all of yeah. those things? What what keeps you motivated? Yeah. Uh, first thing is my, my parents, my family. Yeah. You know, my goal is to just give back to them yep. um, and I want to take care of them. So that's yep. one of the biggest thing that motivates me yep. to what I do right now. Um, and also just myself as well. I want to be able to uh, travel the world, right? Yeah. I want to be able to travel freely without having to worry about having income, uh, mm-hmm. not being able to afford for something. Mm-hmm. So I want to, that's one, another thing. And I guess what the daily thing that motivates me and keeps me going is that uh, I like working out and I, I like to go to the gym. It just gives me a lot of energy in the awesome. morning. So that is also, it's kind of like a therapy for me. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it takes my stress away. Have you uh, been on the bike trails? No, I have not. Oh, <laughs> we got to go. I'm not kidding you. It yeah. is, that is something really special about this community. We have 40 miles mm-hmm. of, of, uh, consistent bike trails around the community that you can bike, walk, yeah. you know, whatever it is you want to do and just enjoy those months that we have that are right. decent weather, right? I should definitely go out there and get on the bike I've trails. Never, yeah, I've never done it. Meet more customers that way too, right? That's right. <laughs> and at the gym for that matter. Gym too, yeah. Um, so we're going to take another break and when okay. we come back, I want to talk about what's next for you. Okay. So Sounds we'll good. be right back. Welcome to the Business Minute, a recurring segment powered by the SBA, where we'll share business facts and resources available to entrepreneurs throughout the U.S. Small Business Administration. This is Sadie Swear, Executive Director of SDCEO East Women's Business Center. Did you know, in 2018, immigrants owned 18% of employer firms? The industries with the greatest share of immigrant workers were accommodation and food services, looking at 37% of those, and retail trade, 24% of those. Interested in starting a business or already own a business? There are many free resources available. One of those resources is Startup Sioux Falls Co-Starters Business Accelerator Program. 
Co-Starters is a 10-week program designed to provide you with the insights, relationships, and tools to turn your ideas into action and a sustainable business. Startups Who Falls is proud to partner with the following organizations to expand the delivery of the Co-Starters Business Accelerator. LSS, Center for New Americans, MB, Dakota Resources, and Thunder Valley. We are offering this program through the Community Navigator Pilot Program, powered by the Small Business Administration. Learn more about co-starters and the Community Navigator Pilot Program at startupsufalls.com backslash start. Hey, welcome back to Start Dakota. I'm here with Sagat talking about his fascinating journey um, to get into the world of real estate in Sioux Falls. So we've talked about where you're at up to this point. But Sagat, I'm curious, what does the future hold for you? You're 21 years old. Right. Um, you've got the whole, you've got your whole life ahead of you, right? <laughs> yeah. um, what are your goals? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? And what kind of resources do you need to get there? Yeah, so as of now, you know, I like what I do. I'm uh, as a real estate agent. I like what I do. I like helping people out, buying, selling house. But essentially, for the for the future, I want to be able to buy properties. I want to be able to own properties and just you know use it as a rental um, and make income off that. I want to be able to travel to different places around the world. I mm-hmm. think it would be a really great experience for me. Uh, I haven't really been to too many countries. Uh, What's your bucket list? Where do you want to go? So first of all, I want to go to Dubai. It's one of my favorite place uh, one of my top you know travel place mm-hmm. Dubai I want to go to Thailand I want to go to Italy I want to go to a- anywhere in Europe <laughs> Europe is pretty nice oh my goodness yeah so I want to be able to do that I want to be able to um, take my family yeah travel with them and yep. just, just you know just enjoy life right and maybe own a few other businesses on the side mm-hmm. uh, essentially I just want to become an investor yep. into a business instead of just running a company I want to invest into it and make returns off that that's yeah. my Number one goal. Absolutely. Are there uh, in like specific investors or businesses that you look to as like the gold standard that you're aspiring to want to be like? Um, Warren Buffett is one. Of, well, yeah, he's one of them. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, stock market. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm investing in the stock market here and there. So excellent. I'm also learning about that. So I think uh, everyone should learn about financial market, right? Right. Stock market is one of the bi- uh, biggest thing that you can learn about for the future. So I, I look up to him um, in real estate. Uh, there's a few other people that I know in like social media, um, mm-hmm. not like a big like influencer, but uh, I have met with a few other people in social media. Uh, for example, this one guy named Tom Cruise. He's, Tom he's a, Cruise? Not the Tom Cruise. No, not the Tom Cruise. His <laughs> name is Tom Cruise too, but he's a real estate investor. <laughs> not, not, not the Tom Cruise, but different Tom Cruise. Got it. <laughs> So I met with him uh, on Instagram, and we had a meeting as well a few months ago. Yep. He owns a lot of properties. He owns a lot of properties, and he runs. Um, he uses he uses it as a section eight, so he okay. helps communities that you know needs help with living, living uh, assisted living, or something Excellent. like that. So, yeah, I think he's one of them. Um, and also Robert Kiyosaki. The, okay. own, the writer of the book, the author of the book, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Very also cool. Another person that I look up to. I hope they're listening. You need to reach out to this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really exciting. I had a question on the tip of my tongue and I forget what it is. So what, what do you want 
people listening to know about you and your philosophy on real estate? It sounds like you are almost aspiring to be a philanthropist as well as part of this journey. What do you want people to know about you and your philosophy on business? Yeah, so, you know, my number one goal for right now is to help out anyone that needs help, mm-hmm. not, you know, not not just with real estate, but if you need help in you know, learning about different kind of business, because I've done a lot of different business. I've done e-commerce before. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, traded stocks. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, done a few things. So if you need any uh, education on that, I can, you know, provide any kind of education that I have. Yep. I'll be open to that. And if you want to just learn about real estate right now, if you want to know how it works, if you want to become a real estate agent, I can also give you some advice on that as well. Or if you're just looking to get information on how to buy a property, if how mm-hmm. to buy your first property, uh, what kind of step that you need to take, uh, I'll, I'm there to provide help on that as well. You bet. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, what do you need next? What kind of people do you need to connect with and what resources do you need to get to the next yeah. step in your journey? So I was thinking... People like yourself, you know, um, that helps entrepreneurs uh, (laughs) give them a platform like this to be able to share their stories and also some network. Um, I think it would be really helpful to uh, build up my network. It's kind of incredible how many people in this community are so willing to open up Mm -hmm. their networks to others. I think that's, I don't want to say it's a unique uh, thing about the Midwest and where we live, but... There is just something special about this community where people will open their hearts, their minds, their their doors yeah. to people that need a hand up because they know. You know, I think we all know how hard it is, especially when you're starting out. Correct. So to hear you as a 21-year-old say, I'm here to help the next person too, like yeah. that that speaks volumes about your integrity. Exactly. Um, I, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are willing to give out their knowledge and help yeah. others that need help, but you just got to go find them and be able to you know meet up with them mm-hmm. and, and ask questions right you can't be just you can't be scared to not go up to someone and ask them for help you nope. need to ask for help if you want help yeah absolutely right. well it's gotten you this far hasn't it yep. <laughs> i'm so excited to see what the future holds for you and right. i appreciate you coming onto the show i appreciate the connection um we're here for you um in whatever capacity you need and i don't think it's going to be long before we're saying i knew sagat <laughs> when um i hope you get to dubai um i i'm rooting for you when we come back we're just going to have a little fun okay. i'm going to ask you a few questions about just about you so we'll be right back hey this is jeff hayward with startup sioux falls Welcome back to the Co-Starters Challenge, a recurring segment where we'll provide some tips for launching or growing your startup, as well as an action you can take called fieldwork. Today's segment is about revenue, how you get paid. Finally, am I right? This is the whole reason you're doing this crazy thing in the first place. How you get paid is known as your revenue stream, and it will largely depend on the type of product or service you offer. You might sell a product directly in a retail store, or perhaps you sell through a subscription service like monthly delivery of clothing or dog toys. Maybe you sell advertising space on your website or even sell a license for use of your stock photography. How you get paid is an incredibly important aspect of your business and it deserves your attention early in the process. Your field work this month is to add your revenue stream to your co-starters canvas. Good luck and we'll see you next time. Okay, welcome back to Start Dakota. We we are here with Sagat, who's been talking to us about his fascinating journey to get to um, his place in the real estate world. 
in Sioux Falls. And now I just want to have a little fun with you. I am so fascinated. These Some of these questions are simple, but they, they say a lot about a person, right? Right, yeah. So my first question for you is WhatsApp or Facebook? Which do you prefer? I use Facebook. I don't use WhatsApp. Okay, just yeah. curious. Yep. I am also on Facebook. Yep. Coffee or tea? Tea. What kind of tea? Chai tea. Chai tea. Yeah. Any creamer? Just straight up? No, just milk and chai tea. Because mm. we, we drink a lot of those in my culture. Oh, sure. So, yeah. Instead of coffee, we drink those a lot. Got it. Yeah, especially, you know, it's, even, like for example, if you, if there's a guest coming to your, your house, yes. you provide them with chai tea. Oh, yeah. chai is so good. I'm coming to your house. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> Summer or winter? Uh, Summer. Yeah, I don't still, like even though you, you beat the heat. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like with summer, you can go out there and explore and do a lot more things. Yeah, Winter, you just got to, you know, especially when it's snowing, it's hard to go out and do a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. You just got to stay home with the coat. What, <laughs> you haven't it. been to Great Bear and been tubing? No, I, I don't really find any interest. We got to go, man. <laughs> you you love it. But no, I prefer summer as well. Yeah. Um, snacks. We have to talk about snacks. What is your favorite kind of food, either salty side or sweet side for you? I like the salty side more. Mm-hmm. I also like sweet, but mm-hmm. I don't, I can't really eat a lot of sweet. I get really full fast. Okay. So I like the salty side better. Tell me about your, <laughs> how you do that. because <laughs> I, I need to learn how to become full faster. <laughs> so what's your favorite food? Your Like if you had your ideal meal, what would it be? So there's uh, something called chicken biryani. It's a okay. kind of Indian, Indian dish. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of like fried rice made with chicken and everything like that. So Yummy. It's really good. Yeah. Is, do you have a favorite restaurant in Sioux Falls? I don't. Have you have you been out much? Yeah, yeah. I go out to a few restaurants here, but I don't have a favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is it over on the east side of town, Shahi or west side Shahi west Palace? Side, there's Shahi Palace. I love uh, that place. Everest Indian cuisine. That's right. And then there's the other one called Kathmandu Indian cuisine. Okay. So that restaurant, Kathmandu, my my dad used to own that. He for, did. Yeah. I met him. You did. I know I did. I I, I dined in there when it first opened, and yeah. he was so sweet. Right. He just kept bringing us stuff. I'm like, stop bringing me more food. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Yeah. So we, he we, he sold that like two years ago. Oh, so. that's awesome. Their food is fantastic. Was is fantastic. Yeah, it still is good. I yeah. am a huge fan. Huge fan. Yeah, right. Is there something like some sort of cuisine or or thing that we have in Sioux Falls that's like, why do you guys do that? That is so gross. I would never eat that or I would never consume that. Um, no. Just curious. I don't, no, I don't find like, anything like that. Like people put olives in their beer here. We call it a South Dakota martini. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't like to uh, judge, you know, based yeah. on what people eat. Sure. You know, everyone has different tastes. Sure. So I respect what people eat. Yeah. That's awesome. Not everybody's that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a drinker? Do you drink beer or wine? No. Okay. We won't talk about beer or wine. Um, are you a hoodie guy or a blazer guy? Blazer. Yeah. Yeah. Always, right? Yeah. I can see that about you. And you look good, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> well, it has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you better. And again, this community has an asset in you. And I appreciate your time, your passion, um, and your willingness to give a hand up to those who need it. So if anybody is listening and they want to glean some knowledge from this brilliant young guy, you should definitely connect with him. Yep. Well, just gonna shout my phone number. Yeah, do it. Shout okay, it yeah. out. You can uh, you can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you guys feel yep. comfortable doing. Uh, it's Sogat Pardhan. 
and my phone number is 605-400-9565. I'm willing to help out with anything that yeah. you guys need help with. Are you on LinkedIn? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. Too. All right. This I'm going to connect with you. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for Start Dakota. Visit our website at startupsufalls.com to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend to rate our show on iTunes. If you are a founder and aspiring entrepreneur, you can get started by visiting our website at startupsufalls.com slash start. Start Dakota is made possible by funding from the U.S. Small Business Administration. With this funding, Startup Sioux Falls is piloting an expanded version of its co-starters business accelerator program and providing additional resources to support underserved founders. Start with Startup Sioux Falls.